All right, we are live. What is up, buddy? How are you? Oh, hey. Yeah, we kind of started on time here. Eight o'clock. It's Monday. We missed last week because of Thanksgiving. We had I had stuff going on. I don't know if you had too much stuff going on, um, but uh, it, it was a busy week. So we skipped last week, got a chance to decompress as well. Enjoyed some of the week off, not all of it. Uh, got Thursday and Friday off, which was cool. But uh, n- here we are. And that's what matters. Jose, how are you? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, we took last week off. You had to be on daddy duty, which is mm-hmm. uh, respectable. Uh, as as a as as since I'm not a father, I can't really comment on that. Nope. So, uh, but uh, I had a good things. <laughs> I had a good Thanksgiving break, and now uh, I'm excited to be back here with you because there's a lot of stuff we got to talk about. There's a lot of stuff we've missed in two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And before we get into all of the topics, AlamoRemedy.com, AlamoRemedy.com for Texans by Texans. CBD starting at just seventeen ninety nine, two hundred fifty milligrams in the products, uh, the capsules. You've got the lotions, the tinctures, the gummies. My favorite. Usually, I tell you to use promo code Unicorn, which you can't. But today, Cyber Monday. It's Cyber Monday, so use promo code Cyber and get twenty percent off oh. your entire purchase just for today. So, if you're listening on the audio side, I apologize. Follow Alamo Remedy. There are going to be some future discounts for the holiday season. Uh, I can't announce those just yet, but you will have some discounts available. And if you want to try, you can even double dip the coupon. It might work. It might not. So you can try Unicorn (laughs) and Cyber and save money. Get your CBD from a great Texas company that actually cares about Texans. They care about veterans. They are funding a lot of research. They're funding a lot of organizations that care about this and you will love the products that's what you care about you will support the show you support texas and you support a great cbd company alamoremedy.com use promo code cyber if you're listening right now on monday Um, and then if not you use promo code unicorn 10 percent off they will ship it to you for free when you spend 49 dollars or more which i'm telling you it's easy to do because the products are great <laughs> and the price is so great that you'll buy you'll buy everything on there which is great um also want to thank mancenters.com which is the y factor they sponsored the 50 free wellness checkups i just want to give them some more love during november so thanks to them the y factor they are great people if you have any kind of issues going on inside guys Women, if you're listening, make sure the guy in your life gets checked out. Dads, brothers, husbands, uh, boyfriends, whatever it may be. Go to the man, uh, go to mancenters.com to book your appointment with the Y Factor because women have OB gens, men have the Y Factor. Simple as that. Jose, how was your Thanksgiving? It's been two weeks since we last talked officially in a public setting. We talk almost every hour uh, <laughs> with our with our group chat, but in an official capacity, how's everything been? Man, it's been relatively quiet, thankfully. Uh, in these times, anything like that stink, uh, is uh, we're fortunate for, right? But it's it's been good, man. Spending a lot of time with my mom and uh, some of my family, my immediate family. So it's just it's 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 jarring in the times that we're in right now. But luckily, uh, all of my family's is healthy, so not much to complain about. That's How about good. you, man? Everything's been good. What was your work week like last week? I worked. Uh, I work pretty much every day, except uh, I was off the weekend. But uh, I, w- I was there at the station a little bit on Thursday and Friday in the morning and the early afternoon. But uh, yeah, I wasn't. It wasn't. I've, I've definitely worked worse holiday shifts. Okay, good. That was the worst, man. Like when you're younger, you have to. 
it, it, especially if you don't have a family in terms of like a wife and a kid, you know, like we all have family and we have family here. But if you didn't have any family here, you know, <laughs> no parents or anything, you were expected to work Thanksgiving because everybody else was going to be with their family. And it's like, dang, really? I got to work Thanksgiving. You know what I don't miss? Working Thanksgiving. But then I look around and like you're working Thanksgiving. It's just part of the media, man. You're going to end up working Thanksgiving. Some of the like my friends at Channel 13, they're working Thanksgiving. And I'm like, damn, even y'all don't get Thanksgiving <laughs> off. So I was really happy when I emailed NTV and I said, hey, look. Thursday, I can't, I, I, I'm not going to make it because I, I have my family. I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be with my parents. So I'm just not going to make it. And they're like, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll be okay. And then I said, hey, Friday, I can't film our sports spotlight <laughs> show on Friday. Can we film a little bit earlier? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I have to go to a wedding. I'll tell you about that in a second. Really? So, yeah, it was interesting. It was a lot of fun. So it, it was fun having Thursday and Friday off with no stress. And I've been lucky enough for the last four or five years to not work on Thanksgiving, working at yeah. ESPN. Uh, and before that, corporate jobs, it doesn't matter. You don't work Thanksgiving. It's not expected for you to work Thanksgiving because everyone takes off, right? So uh, I'm happy that at least you got the weekend off and, and relaxed and recharged. That's good. Yeah, and I started this show called uh, The Queen's Gambit that everyone won't shut up about. What's, I've, I haven't heard about it. <laughs> no, it's only the, the, hot, the most watched Netflix show ever now, apparently. Is it the most ever? Yeah. More than House of Cards? More than um um what was the why my Ozarks? More than that? Yeah. Wow. So the most streamed Netflix show ever. Good gracious, that's okay. I, and I isn't that, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like, because frankly, I don't feel like, and maybe this is just my my opinion, and I want I, I guess I wanted to ask you this. It doesn't feel like they've done a really great job advertising for mm -hmm. that show. Zero. Zero. I think it's been all organic. And here's why I think it has become the number one streaming show, if that's correct, and it all checks out. Here's why. Because we are in a unique position in terms of everyone, you know, not everyone. A lot of people are back to normal now, but a lot of us have a lot more free time with everything that's going on. And we're spending more time on social media, thus the organic reach of the show like oh you got to watch this you got to watch this all the podcasts are talking about it. i've been talking about it um you know like the rule of three works here as well you're getting it from three different sources because everyone's watching it but it's because of that you know when house of cards first came out it was during a normal time in our life not everyone was interested in it not everyone wanted to watch it asap so there was like a residual watching of it right now it's like yeah. oh i gotta watch this it's a lot like tiger king right when Tiger King yeah. first came out, we had nothing going on. So everybody watched it because there was nothing going on. And we're, again, on social media more so we get more recommendations. So that's why I think it could be one of the reasons it's so high. Man, Tiger King feels like a damn lifetime ago. <laughs> Dude, it really does. Tiger King feels like seven years ago. Jeez. It's incredible how long this year has been. But, okay, so you start Queen's Gambit. We're going to do a review of that. Uh, we're going to do a review of The Crown because I started that one. Oh. Both of us, yeah. Both of us used the rule of three that that uh, we talked about. Do you remember where I got the rule of three from? I uh, know. I, I, the first time you ever told me about it is when 
you you were convinced to listen to Tyler the Creator's album Igor. That was the first. Mm-hmm. Time that was you the ever first told time you ever told me about it. Said I said I shut up about it. Two other people that you knew that you knew wouldn't shut up about it. So you're like, all right, let me give this a chance, and it was worth it, right? So that was the first time I ever knew about it, but I don't know the origin story for it. You're not gonna like it because of a tweet you sent me, but it was because Chip Wilson, the creator of Lululemon. <laughs> was on a, he was on a podcast with he was on how i built this with uh guy Roz, and he he talked about it. that's how he started lululemon was because of he got yoga yoga like just the whole yoga culture from three separate points yeah. so it's a rule of three and he's like okay i gotta go check this out and he's like wow there's a whole market here so that's that's what happened uh yeah your audio just turned into like a transformer for a second so that was kind of weird. is it is it back no, no, you're good. Yeah, you're clean now. It might be, it might be yeah. my dog. He's just taking over, hijacking the show. Yeah, uh, he might he but, might have been breathing on the mic, and I didn't but, notice. But that's how the rule of three started. Was that's how I've been using it in my life and telling everybody about it. Is if you get a recommendation from three separate sources that are really unique, right? Not me, you, and Jose, or me, you, and uh, El Jefe. Excuse me. It's three separate. Why? Like, yeah, they have to be really different. And you go, okay, if it's resonating with three different people like that, then I'm going to check it out, right? So you did the Queen's Gambit because of the rule of three. I did the crown because of the rule of three. And both of us have come out enjoying what we started. Yeah. I, what's what's that the crown show about? The is, it, is it uh, uh, some sort of oligarchy? Is it some sort of kingdom? It's it's like Game of Thrones oh, without no. dragons, the nudity. There's one nude scene without the unnecessary violence, um, without the cursing, and it's based on actual events, the actual monarchy in England. So it's like mm. real life. Yeah, it's when Queen Elizabeth. I'll just I don't want to say too much because it is a fun show to watch. Like I don't, I'm not up on my British history. So to me, this is fresh, right? Like this is, oh, this is cool. I just know that Queen Elizabeth is there and that's it. And I know other characters like Prince Charles, uh, Princess Diana, and you know the kids now, but it starts back in the six, or the 40s or 60s around there, right? So it's, it's really old and they, I mean, they just go through a lot of events. I'm telling you, it is awesome. It is a really well done show. Hans Zimmer does the intro theme Oh, and yeah. So it, okay. it's it, it's worth it. It's really good. I thought it was going to be kind of tacky, like Peaky Blinders, you know, where they keep using the same scene over and over again, like slow-mo. Like, <laughs> we get it, dude. You, you live in Birmingham. We get it, man. But it's really well done. They, you know, it looks like everything is filmed there. Obviously, it's all done in sets, right? Because you can't be filming at the, the, uh, the, the palace there. But it is really cool. It's a good show. It, it, I highly recommend it. I'm enjoying it so far. But they do that thing where they recast the characters every two uh, seasons. Why? So I don't know. Because I guess because the, the queen gets older, right? But their aging of the characters is really strange because season one and season two is the same cast. Season three and season four is the same cast. But the difference between season two and uh, season three is like a year and a half, two years max. And they age the queen like 90 years, it feels like. <laughs> she goes from a young woman to somebody in her 50s in one year. So, it, you know, I, I guess they, they, had to, they had to get her for what the storyline eventually is. But 
it, it's a it's a really good show so i recommend it is this also a netflix show it is it's a netflix original so you can't go wrong with a netflix original okay yeah huh. um what about the queen's gambit I, uh, wh- what do you think let's just do our reviews now since we're on it we'll talk about thanksgiving in a second so i haven't finished it uh but i'm i've thoroughly enjoyed the fi- i think i'm through five episodes it caught me off guard completely. I obviously, before I watched it, would make those jokes to you about your little chess show, right? And I, I didn't know really what to expect. And part of that was because it's not really, like, it's it's hard to, it's kind of hard to explain that show without giving it away. Mm-hmm. And uh, it caught me off guard. And I don't want to say, I don't want to call it a wholesome show because it's, the grounds of it is built on the fact that she's like a drug addict. Uh, but like, there's, there's such sentimental value to it. There's such, there's a bunch of little, a little nuggets, uh, that, I, and I don't want to specifically reference some of them to avoid spoilers for those who haven't watched it, but it re- kind of reminded me in, in, of, uh, Ted Lasso in the aspect that it made me just feel really good watching it. Like watching, really? watching Beth or Elizabeth or Betty, whatever the hell you want to call her, different people call her different names just achieve the things she's achieving just made me really excited for her. And it made me feel really good until there was that gut punch in the fifth, in the fourth or the fifth episode. And the whole, the whole time the show started, I was kind of just waiting for it because it just, it's, it, it, it's a lighthearted show that feels like it should have dark tones. And again, maybe that's because she's addicted to horse tranquilizers or whatever the <laughs> hell those pills are <laughs> that she always takes. And now I was always kind of just waiting for that shoe to drop, right? Yeah. And in the back of my head, it was always kind of there like, damn, something's going to happen. And eventually something does kind of happen. But I've I've enjoyed all of it. There's there's still two more episodes I have to watch. And from my understanding of the show, this is it, right? There isn't another season. No, there's no other season. This is It's a standalone. We're done here. And the ending will, you, you as you watch it. It's a it, definitive you're... ending? A definitive ending. I okay, my you're you're at the point where for me, I was like, okay, they could have ended this show now. Like we don't ha- we don't need to flush out anything else, in my opinion. Um, it goes a few episodes too long for me. You the think final so? Ep- yeah, the final episode is a little rushed. That's I'll just say it there, and the ending didn't feel it didn't hit like I wanted to, and uh-huh. that, that that's where I'll leave it at. But it's. It's really well done. It's a it's a good show. The acting is great. It's again, it's such a unique concept in that we're it making is. chess interesting again because chess was the biggest thing as you watch this show. You go, man, like these guys were superstars, right? Like these yeah. grand uh the grandmasters and all that stuff. And it really did play a huge role in society during the Cold War. The Russians and the Americans the chess battles trying to one-up them all of that you know then you also have the the race to the moon that's a separate part of the cold war so it it's fun to like relive that and, or you know live it for the first time because we weren't alive back then um but i think the show like it just went a little too long for me but it's really good i enjoyed I, it it's interesting because i i just made the comment to someone today like i feel like they could have made this show longer like they could have, they this could have been, just to, from everything that's happened, you could have milked a, a whole season out of it. Like the the fact, I thought it was really bold of, of how they jumped in the, in the second episode. I think from her being at, 
the orphanage to being a teenager to getting adopted. Mm-hmm. Like you could have done a whole season on that. Like when when they did the first jump uh, on her uh, becoming a teenager, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh damn, I kind of wanted to see more of the young Elizabeth being the 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 little chess genius, the prodigy everyone's losing their mind over. I kind of wanted to see the story with the janitor flushed out a little bit more. So I, I find it interesting that you say like that it ends. It, it feels like it could have been done shorter. When I feel like, damn, yeah. we could have gotten a little bit more out of this. So I I don't want to I don't want to say certain things because I'm not sure exactly which episodes it happened in. So I'm not even gonna say. So we'll we'll do the review next week, like really thorough. The spoiler review. Yeah, because I, I just don't want to I don't want to say something and ruin it for you because that would be the worst feeling because you've already invested <laughs> some time into this and you're enjoying the show. Like if you weren't enjoying it, I probably would have done it and I don't care, but you're yeah. enjoying it like I did. So we'll end it at that in terms of the review for The Queen's Gambit. Just know that we recommend it. Both of us recommend it. So there's two Thumbs points up. of references for people. Or do we count as one point of reference because we're on the like, podcast? Yeah, we might count it as one. One point of reference, I feel. Yeah. So go find two other points of references. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't be on social media and not yeah s- not hear or see somebody say that they've liked the show because it is again it, it's number one. It, it's the Crown or Queen's Gambit exchanging one and two <laughs> on top ten for you know, Netflix. I don't know what the theory is called. Uh, I know there's might be like a like a dweeby scientific term for it, but now that I've watched the show. I noticed all the memes and all the memes are like freaking hilarious to me when before I hadn't seen them or I they, I just kind of like would glance over them to the point I wouldn't notice them. But uh, starting today, like like the group chat's been popping with them mm-hmm. because uh, because of the show. And before I'm sure they were there. I just didn't. I mean, obviously they were there. It's it's a show. Everyone. Uh, there's so many people watching, but I just didn't notice them. Just didn't pay attention to them. So I, w- I want to talk about memes in a second, but here's let's do this first, okay? For all of us uh, that that celebrated Thanksgiving and we had the big, you know, we had the big meal and it was great, and we'll talk about that in a second. I want people to think about this question that you brought to the table, which I love. What is the best Thanksgiving leftover hack? Okay, best Thanksgiving leftovers hack in terms of like the best meal you can make. Um, the best way to consume it after the next day or the, you know, the Sunday, whatever it is, the best Thanksgiving leftovers hack. How were you inspired by this? So our buddy, our good old buddy, Mike Levishock, former host of Houston game day tweeted out, I think on Friday, if not Saturday, he had, he had a, uh, God, what's it called? A waffle iron. Yeah. (laughs) And he put, he put his leftover stuffing in a waffle iron and made stuffing a stuffing waffle oh my god and i just thought that was the most brilliant thing i've had ever seen in my life so i started trying to think like what the hell can you actually like really make that's like really great like that like obviously like we had a bunch of leftover turkey and leftover ham ham, so i was making a bunch of sandwiches breakfast sandwiches or just lunch sandwiches that's the easiest thing right yeah but when when i saw that stuffing waffle i lost my bleep i just couldn't believe that Sammy jumps in early. He goes, hmm, leftover rolls, mac and cheese equals bomb-ass ham sliders. That's a good one. That's but it's still a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It's still, still a sandwich, Sammy. I, here's what I did. So I told you the sweet potato casserole that my wife makes, it's the best thing she makes. I love it. And I like. she says she should make it more, 
But I think the reason it's so special is because you only get once a year with it, right? We did twice a year last year. We also did a Christmas Eve dinner. So we had it on uh, on that dinner as well. But what I did with this, it, it's it's a side that you're supposed to eat with turkey, with you know all your green beans, mac and cheese, and all that. I just made a simple hack out of it. I turned it into a dessert, okay? And I, I took the sweet potato casserole, okay. put some ice cream on top, and it was like a sweet potato pie without the crust. Okay. Did you uh, heat so it up? I did. I okay. Blistering hot. Like, it has to be boiling <laughs> hot because I want the ice cream to melt to right melt? away. Okay. Yeah. I need that first layer of ice cream to cool it down, and then it's perfect. So what I'm going to do on uh, Christmas time is make that use the sweet potato casserole as a filling for a pie and see how that tastes oh okay yeah i like so that it's just it's a, it's a more complex sweet potato pie so that's my hack it's a, it's a bougie sweet potato pie yeah it, it's uh it's layered with flavor instead of just sweet potato with cinnamon and nutmeg it's now yeah. sweet potato with marshmallows pecans over Oof. i mean just overused butter oh it's so good I might have to come over. Yeah, come on over, man. Come on over. Uh, you you guys didn't go to anybody's house or anything, right? You guys stayed at the house, or or do you we, not want to out yourself? And I get don't know. Pandemic shamed. I don't want to get pandemic shamed. Are you afraid of getting pandemic shamed? In some aspects, yeah. I'm majorly uh, afraid. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm like deathly afraid. I that's why I don't post much, and it's not like I'm going to a lot of places yeah. or anything like that. But but. I think I've been pretty vocal and open about like, hey, wear a mask, take this seriously. Um, you know, like if Michael Berry or Will Kane posted a picture of themselves playing basketball, no one would care, right? Because I, I feel like everyone leans a certain way. But if I did it, I feel like I would catch some heat. So I'm, like I went and played two on two basketball Thursday morning and I didn't post anything about it because I was afraid. I was afraid people would call me out on it. So I, I stayed away from it. But I'm afraid of pandemic shaming. Yeah, no, so I mean, so am I. What shoes were you hooping in, though? I In my Westbrooks. My Westbrook oh, okay. ones? No, twos. Okay. My Westbrook twos. Okay. Yeah, those are my outdoor shoes now because I, the 34s stay on the hard court only. Jordan 34s. For those of you who don't, don't, don't know the lingo. Are we on the 34 or the 35? We're on the 35. I haven't gotten my those, 35s yet. Those are sick. The, the 35s the, are nice. The the bread colorway is—is uh, is that yeah. do we call that quote that that pair the bread? It's that the, one's really uh, sick. The black and the, just the bread. It, it's the actually the Hui uh, Rui or Hui Rachima, Hachimara. The wizard skid. Yeah. Those that pair's really yeah. sick. I call them Hui because it's uh, that's Brazilian, but he's not Brazilian, so it's Rui. But yeah, <laughs> that's what uh, he his colorways are the breads. They look awesome. Yeah, and th and then even the 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 concords the the concords. Oh, I haven't seen those. The, it's the white ones. Man, they look good. The only ones I really remember seeing are those and the Zion ones with the. Yeah, those are trash. I didn't like the Bayou Boys ones. I, they're you really like, trying to. I, they're you, really trying to make this a thing. I don't understand why you don't like the Bayou Boys gimmick. Because I, I I don't like the natural colors. I don't like the the Yeezy palette on my Jordans. Like you. I don't. Do. I don't understand. You just how, love earthy how does, tones. How does fashionista Raheel not like earthy tones? I don't. I don't like them on my shoes. What are you gonna boots. do if, if if Lululemon drops some an, an earthy tone collection? You're just That's not gonna cop anything. Love, no, no, no. I love it on my clothes. I love a good earthy tone on my clothes. I don't like them on my shoes, especially sneakers. I don't know, I, man. I just I can't I rock with like, you on that one. Yeah, 
even the the only ones I liked are the the, the cactus jacks. Those were okay, but those weren't necessarily earthy tones. The the two seven or seven twenties, or the two seventies, right? They were the two seventies. So I like yeah. those, but like even the even the mochas, I didn't like them that much. I didn't even try to get them because I I don't like it. I don't know. I don't like brown on my sneakers. Raheel's a sneaker simp. <laughs> yeah, apparently is what I, I really you're saying am. in the chat. El Jefe's throwing shade at me. Raheel's lying. He didn't post because my dude was clanking. I was not. <laughs> Your boy was feeling good on Thursday, okay? Uh, it was, I was feeling okay. So Thanksgiving, you you guys, so what did you, what did you end up doing? I, we went on a long tangent there. <laughs> what, what, what's the question? Sorry? Because I, I was asking you, what did you do on Thanksgiving? You don't have to say if you went to somebody's house because... I didn't want you to get pandemic shamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just saw some of my family, not not many of them, uh, which kind of sucked. It was really weird not seeing my nieces uh, from my mom's side and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did see some of our family, and uh, I afford- I had to leave early because I I had work the next morning. But yeah, I did see some of my I did see some of my cousins, saw my little niece, so that was nice. But uh, it's just it's just really weird, man. It's it's like fortunate to be alive, but sad you you don't get to see all of your yeah. people. It's a weird, a strange feeling. I kept thinking about that tweet I saw where it's like make the sacrifice this year, obviously, so you have more Thanksgivings together, right? Because I really like what we ended up doing was doing a big Zoom call with all of my family. We do forty people at one house. Like we'll get yeah. there Wednesday night, stay till Thursday. That's really everybody, cool. Sleep yeah, over. Everybody sleep over. Everybody sleeps in the same house for the most part. And, you know, we eat together. We have like multiple meals together. It's awesome. It's our one time of year where everyone comes down, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing in life. Right. So that was rough, like not being able to do that this year. But you go, you do have older uncles and aunts right now. So do you want, do you you want to risk it for one year or have them for multiple years after this? Right. Like why take that risk? So it, it was rough, but it was fun. Like I still went to my parents' house. We we did the whole turkey thing and all that. Then we did a big Zoom call with a, we did a secret Santa that I set up so everyone had gifts ready to go that night, and we all opened them together. So that was cool. It was fun. It was nice. How the hell do you orchestrate a secret Santa through Zoom? Well, I did it before. So we started about three weeks before. Everyone registered through a Google document, you know, and they filled out a form like, uh, "What do you like? Interest? Blah blah blah. What gift do you want? Twenty dollar limit." Uh, and then everyone just ordered stuff on Amazon. It had to get there before the 24th. So when it got there, you had to hold your package until it was your turn to open it. That is, that is disciplined. Your family's disciplined as hell. Yeah. That, would not, that wouldn't have worked with, with my family at all. <laughs> it, it was cool that everyone took it seriously enough that, you know, nobody cheated and looked at gifts. I knew what I was getting because... Uh, my wife was helping me set up, so I just ended up getting her something, and she got me something. So, so does that mean she's not getting you the uh, the Iversons then? No, they got they got delayed until after Christmas. By the way, oh, did they? That. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. they got delayed to the twenty sixth or twenty fifth. So they they uh, Reebok pushed it back the Kobe Iversons. So mm. yeah, I I don't know what I'm gonna get now, but she got me. Uh, I just wanted <laughs> I wanted either the Foo Fighters Greatest Hits vinyl or Blood Bank. Uh, Boney Bear, and she got me both of them. Oh, that's sweet. She's rich. That's why. So, how many before we move on from this? How many of your older relatives did you have? Did you have to walk through 
how to set up their Zoom and how to do all of that? None. We we've been doing weekly Zoom calls. Uh, when, with when your whole family? Yeah, with everyone. Um, since since March, we've been doing them pretty much every week. We stopped for a while, uh, because yeah. I think everyone just got uh, tired of it. Frankly, that's <laughs> why. Uh, but everyone uses it because all most of them are still working, right? Um, they all use Zoom for work. They've been staying at home. Uh, and then all the kids obviously know how to use them. And the ones that have issues with it, we've already helped them out. So it was easy. It, it was like, oh, cool. not only was it easy, most of us had it like Chromecasted onto a TV. There was external <laughs> mics. Some houses had mics. Like it, it's been because my, my cousin in Austin, he runs a concert production company. So like when you go to ACL, all the sound and oh, stuff wow. like he does it so he's yeah like it's he he does serious stuff so of course he set up an external mic for his family so it sounded really good and all that so uh yeah it was easy it was easy to set up it was fun and then we did a cornhole tournament our first ever a virtual one no 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 in in my dad's house oh okay so it, sorry uh, yeah so it was just me my brother my dad and then my sister so we did a cornhole tournament and that was fun that that was cool that that helped like an hour and a half of digestion it was awesome <laughs> Hmm. yeah really i mean it's just a really hood game yeah <laughs> um okay so thanksgiving recap if you have any best thanksgiving leftovers hack if you're watching let us know or if you are listening later on on the audio side send us a tweet we love uh hearing from you guys at parj94 at the underscore reheal and we've been getting a lot of tweets about the podcast which is really cool yeah, because sometimes it feels like nobody's listening after we do the live show, but we get tweets throughout the week and we're like, oh, thank you, man. That's really cool that you listen to the show. So keep sending them like it really does make our day. So that, that's really cool. You guys send them in. My self-esteem could use the bump. So we appreciate them. like a like a bump, like in the Queen's Gambit, like the bump that she's <laughs> no, doing. No, not the tranquilizers, like although like I the, feel the same effect. I start hallucinating yeah. when people compliment me on Twitter. Or those bumps like the the chess cowboy is doing because he's doing some mad bumps, yo. All his winnings are going. I don't, to I, don't under, I don't understand his outfit choices. None. I don't get it. I don't. I, I haven't. Did you read up on the show at all? Because I don't know. Is that a no, real like? Is that I'm a real character or what? I'm, I'm trying to wait until after I watch it just to avoid spoilers. Oh, okay. I I think it's based off a book, isn't it? Yeah. I I don't know. I, I have I think, no. I have I, no idea. I think it's based off a book, uh, but I, I'm waiting. I don't even. I don't understand. Like I made the joke that he's like Indiana Jones light, but Indiana Jones didn't exist in this timeline yet. No, he didn't. So he, maybe Indiana Jones was inspired by him. Because <laughs> what I do with the crown is after every episode, excuse me, after every episode or during episodes even. I'm on Google because these are real events that are taking place. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the real pictures. I'm trying to find the actual content that they're talking about and recreating i want to see the real stuff and literally every episode has a write-up it's awesome so that that's why like i haven't done that with the queen's gambit yeah and, is there uh, a, uh is there a the crown wiki page or something like you know no, how it, shows shows like breaking bad or like scrubs has a famous one like mm -hmm. just wiki pages where fans just compile all this information so is there not one yet I, there might be, but I don't even get to the, the wiki page yet. What I get to is like literally every publication has an episode breakdown because they all want the clicks. Right. So, they'll you know, it'll say here's Jackie Kennedy's picture with Queen Elizabeth and the actual story behind it. Seven facts oh, you didn't. Yeah. Okay. okay I see what you're saying. you yeah. didn't know about the dinner. <laughs> like, like, oh, 
I, you know what? I would have been happy with four facts, but you got me the extra three. I'm clicking on your website. I love it. So it's always a I, random number that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Nine reasons why the Queen's horses lost the big derby. Yo, you could have got me with two facts. You gave me an extra seven. You got my business, sir. Go ahead and go ahead and give me a click. Right. I got you. Uh, and Sammy says, cowboy dude is loosely based on Bobby Fisher. It, it, yes, I do see some of that. Uh, El Jefe says, my dude shares a wardrobe with Fred Fowler minus the turtleneck. <laughs> oh, the mock turtleneck. Fred never goes full turtleneck. He goes mock turtleneck. The the mock turtleneck is in right now. You yeah. just need the little gold chain. You need the jacket that goes there over. There's only there, there's Fred is the only person I know that wears the mock turtleneck. The full turtleneck, there's only one other person. Do you know who it is? I don't think so. Kelly Eco. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Our Yo, buddy Kelly, Kelly. Kelly loves a good full turtleneck. He's like, I don't have time for the mock turtleneck. Give me the full. Yeah, I need to roll it over turtleneck. That's how I roll. That's, so, uh, yeah. I don't understand how he's always how he's not always hot in one of those. Because he's the coolest guy in the room. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's why. That's become his brand, though. Yeah. Random people on NBA Twitter will mention his uh, turtlenecks all the time. That's which what is, you gotta do. Which is just really, aside from the fact that it's 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 just really cool to see like someone who we saw like intern for us or with mm-hmm. us, and when I was an intern, now being like the guy breaking news with with guys that are on the athletic with David Aldridge and uh, Sam Amick. That, that's like with Shams as well. That's just yeah. amazing. Um, Shout uh, out, Philly. So our guy uh, Ali Khan actually is back with the athletic. He was let go for a bit during the pandemic, and they were trying to figure everything out. But he's officially back with them as well. So uh, I want to give him some props. And I, you talked to him last week, right? Uh, yeah. On uh, SB or on uh, Sports Map Radio, excuse me. Yeah, my boy, my my boy, Doctor Ali. Yeah, he's all he's man. He's a brilliant kid. He's an actor. Like he's in med school, and he's working. He's working at sites that are contact tracing right now uh he's an epidemiologist like it's crazy this kid is just non-stop grinding so shout out to him he, he's awesome um here's some other things i want to get to real quickly we were talking about memes there was a great meme oh night on saturday with nate robinson <laughs> that was intense that was i mean if he would have lost the fight whatever the way he lost the way he got knocked out I, I was just like flabbergasted by it. I, Did, I didn't know Jake Paul could box like that. I knew he had taken some fights and he had an, he had one professional fight. But again, it was like against other YouTubers. So I don't know how serious it was. Yeah. Uh, but when I – so then I went to his Twitter page or his Instagram or something. And I saw some of the highlights he posted where he was sparring against actual boxers and knocking them down. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. The knockout doesn't make it wasn't as shocking after I saw that footage. Yeah. Did you so did you go did you watch any of it or did you just watch it just explode on Twitter as it was happening cuz that's how I saw it. I watched I watched the Nate Robinson Jake Paul fight uh on my phone and then I didn't I didn't stay for the Tyson and Roy Jones. Really? I, okay. I wasn't interested at all. Why, like, were, you, why thing, were you watching the Nate Robinson one then? Because I I was more interested in seeing a former athlete who I think is one of the toughest, most athletic guys I've ever seen, and a guy that I just respect and like what he's done at his yeah. size, taking on a YouTuber who, again, before the fight, I had no idea this guy was actually a legit boxer. Like, he's good. 
Like that dude can box, man. Yeah. I know he's only three fights in. He'll probably get smoked by actual boxers that have nine, ten fights. But if you put him up against somebody that has one amateur fight and two professional fights, he could hold his own. He wasn't that bad of a boxer. It was actually legit. Um, and what he was doing in the sparring sessions, and I get it, it's edited and they're only putting up the highlights. He's not going to put up himself getting knocked out. But uh, he looked pretty good. It was a lot like Conor McGregor, right? Where you where you go, <laughs> hey, is this guy actually going to do something? Like, is this just a money grab? And then you start watching and go, okay, he does have a background. He's actually like, he prepared is, for this. Yeah, he's a world-class MMA fighter who's been training for this. So it actually looks pretty good. Same thing with this Jake Paul guy. He has been training a lot. And I'm not comparing him to Conor McGregor in terms of what, the, what they bring to the fight game. But it looked really good because you can tell he put in the work. Nate Robinson might have trained and hit the bags and all that. I don't know if he sparred like this kid did because Nate Robinson, as soon as that bell rung, looked like a, a chicken with his head cut off. It was not good. It was like somebody who's been in a fight for the first time. And it, it did not look good. But uh, I was I was kind of impressed with how Jake Paul moved. I have no other I have no other reference point for him other than the the Japanese suicide garden or yeah. the suicide force thing. That's all I know about him. And I know he's a famous YouTuber. That's it. Yeah, uh, he's he's not the greatest of individuals. But, I mean, as you mentioned, he's a YouTuber who has millions of subscribers, makes a lot of money. And I think, was this fight put on by The Zone? Because I, he's fought for The uh, the, the Zone before. I think his this first was, fight this was... This was uh, Triller. Triller. Okay. Yeah. Triller brought to you by Weed Maps. <laughs> Which I, I promise, I'm not making that up. It's... I, I'm not joking. It was. Oh, I thought you were trying to be funny. No, 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 no. I'm dead <laughs> ass serious. Weed map or weed maps? Let me look it up. Um, yeah, Snoop Dogg was doing a promo for weed maps. I mean, Snoop Dogg was uh, on the color commentary, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. People liked him. I, I, and I was like, whatever. Uh, Mauro, weed uh, Mauro uh, Ronaldo was a lead play-by-play guy. Former, one of the former big WWE uh, hires before oh, he really? had a fall out. Yeah, Wait, he, he was, was with w- Mauro Ronaldo. Oh, he also, uh, I think he did Bellator before that. Okay. Yeah, I'm before. looking at. So, yeah, weedmaps.com. No affiliation to sportsmap.com. No affiliation to Gal Media? No, no affiliations to Gal Media. Although, I remember Damn. making fun of some of the properties that we own. I was like, why don't we have a weed maps? And I think I did a whole thing on it. So, <laughs> it's an And then you got website. fired. Then I got fired, so jokes on me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, man, that was a good night of memes. Like that was, it. I feel bad for him, man. But he knew what he was signing up for. When you sign up for some, <laughs> the, something like this, you're gonna be yeah. publicly humiliated. There's a chance no, you will. Definitely the the Steph Curry and Aisha Curry stuff was just so bizarre after, before and afterwards. Okay, what happened with that? I'm confused on that one. I saw the tweets and all. What happened? So I think, I think the 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 Steph uh, the Steph Curry clip the Steph Curry uh, tweet excuse me not clip where we were like where everyone was making fun of him was taken out of context because later he w- he just was sending sentimental stuff about needing to support him and his wife Aisha who has a who has a, a past of uh, telling it like how she thinks it is on Twitter was doing the same thing and it was just so crazy like within the hour of that fight happening, all of that just happened where we just all thought Steph Curry was just a savage, just roasting him too. I guess it was all misunderstanding. 
So, okay, so he was like he was actually wishing him good luck for the fight, yes, right? Okay. He was. He That's wasn't making fun of him. Yeah. yeah. I because I, I it seemed I, like he was making fun of him. Man, if I'm Steph Curry, you know who I'm not talking trash to? Nate Robinson. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm just I like you you're a way better basketball player. You're gonna go down as the greatest shooter ever, all that. But in real life scenarios, I don't want that smoke with Nate Robinson. Brings me to my next point. Everyone on Twitter making all those jokes about Nate Robinson. Bet you're not gonna say that to his face. Cause Nate Robinson will still whoop your ass. Why are you playing my brother's keeper with Nate Robinson? <laughs> I legit thought Nate Robinson could be a starting cornerback in the NFL. I believed it. He did play at hops. Washington. No, he played that. He played football at Washington. Um, I just thought he could do it. I'm all about the crossover sport guy. You're a big Bo Jackson guy? Big Bo. Nah, not necessarily Bo Jackson because he's like really good, actually. I'm talking <laughs> about guys that are like, they're not that good, but I want to see like Tim Tebow. I was a, I want to see Tim Tebow play baseball at the highest level. I want to see it. Um, one because it'd be fun to talk crap, you know, about baseball, and two because I think it's really cool to see other sports how, what translates and what doesn't in other sports. So that's why. But, so that's uh, yeah. why you're that's why you're uh, over here caping. Yeah, and Nate Robinson is awesome. So, but he got knocked the f out. Dude, was it was bad. just it was it was a classic night on Twitter on mm-hmm. the Twitter.com. It really was, man. That that's that's when Twitter is at its best, where everyone unites against one person. <laughs> and, and and it wasn't and it wasn't hurtful stuff, right? Like I mean, there was people literally taking pictures while they were on the floor. It was a little hurtful. No, no, no. You but you signed up for this. That I'm sorry. When you sign up for an athletic competition like that, you are signing up for the fact that you could get embarrassed. Same thing as you could embarrass somebody else. So that's there was you pe- get paid. That's how you was get legit- paid. Yeah. There was legitimately people posting pictures of themselves face down on their carpets or on their floors <laughs> the next day. The Nate Robinson challenge? <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. It's just basically everyone recreating the planking challenge. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We brought planking back <laughs> yeah. for a day. Everything's a cycle. Life is a circle, man. Or time is a circle. So that's what happens. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm kind of tired of his act. All right. Rest in peace. I love you, DeAndre. Out of his act, why? Dude, you made one great catch. That was awesome. But let's not milk it like this is your first time going viral. He's acting like somebody that is going viral for the first time ever, selling overpriced merchandise, always trying to make yourself part of the story. Like, get over it, dude. It sucks that you're gone. I wish you were here. You're not. It's actually better for you. You're a martyr. You you died for our sins of Bill O'Brien. And now we moved on. You don't have to bring it up every single time the Texans are playing. It, it's getting old. That's all. I disagree 100%. Rub the salt in the wound every chance you get. Why? The guy's gone. Bill O'Brien's not here anymore. Who are you rubbing this? What, what are you rubbing how, this how do we know there isn't dissension between him and Cal McNair? Could be. Do we, do we know that for a fact? Could be, but he's not going anywhere. He's the owner. I understand that, but he could. The To me, it's just like I would I would feel the same way as well. I'd be petty yeah. like that as well, especially if I it was a team that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my career at. Yeah, but he's flourishing right now. He's he is the best receiver in the league right now because of that trade. And when he was here with the Texans, he would get the respect. He was an All Pro and Pro Bowler, but he was never considered the greatest uh, excuse me greatest wide receiver. It would be one, maybe two sometimes. 
but it was always he was always behind somebody. Like he was lost in the shuffle, and it would be us caping for him. Like, hey, you guys are forgetting about DeAndre Hopkins, how great he is. Now there's it's clear cut, like he is the best receiver, right? And that does not happen if he doesn't leave Houston. So he's flourishing. If he was in a crappy situation and it sucked like he was just, you know, he was on the Cowboys, let's say, and there's no quarterback there. Or if he was on the Broncos where they're where literally there's no quarterback quarterback. there. There's literally no quarterback there. Um, I would get the anger, but like you're you're eating. You're you're the man. And we're we're gonna love you no matter what. But stop like it gets old. To me, it's like okay, dude, we get it. You I got traded for a second rounder. We get it. And you know what? I if he why did he delete the tweet? Like if he was all about that life, why'd you delete it? Oh, he deleted. I didn't know he deleted yeah. it. I hate it when athletes do that. Just leave it up. It's part of our history now. We know you tweeted it. Nobody's gonna go. Oh wait, did he really tweet that? Did he get hacked? No, we know you <laughs> tweeted it. It's it's fine. Josh mentions that uh, that Cal said he doesn't regret it after. I guess I guess this was said after Bill yeah. O'Brien was fired. I don't remember that. I don't. I don't know. He did, yeah. He did an interview. He did an interview on six ten, and he said he doesn't regret it. Um, and he brought up the excuse of like, "Hey, DeAndre wanted to get paid." And remember, his agent tweeted that he went to DeAndre, DeAndre's DeAndre's account and tweeted that no, we just wanted a little bump and raise. We didn't want a whole new contract. We didn't want to break the bank. We just wanted to get fair market value, and, and that was it. We're not trying to get a huge deal. So there was that, that that whole issue that happened. I want to say it was like week six. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely keep dunking if I was him. Yeah. What are you accomplishing? You're, we, you're, tro- we, you're, you're trolling those it. who matter. And maybe that's just me just being – because I'm just so damn cynical about the Texans. Mm-hmm. I wish the Texans would do anything from, from, to make me a fan of them, but they just refuse to. So maybe it's just my, my – I'm projecting my cynicism. Mm-hmm. On to on towards DeAndre Hopkins, but I just I would absolutely keep dunking on that organization. Why don't you like the Texans? Because they are doing everything that one of your favorite <laughs> wrestlers has preached. They lied, they cheated. <laughs> no, Will Fuller. Will, Will Fuller, Fuller cheated. Okay, that's the organization that's... didn't cheat. Okay, and they stole David Johnson for just DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> okay, so. The Why only, do you not like them? <laughs> but, the, but they're not winning. The Astros lied, cheat, and stealed and stole. They stole the World Series as far as the Dodgers like to say. Oh, look as, at Jose. As far as the Dodgers fans are concerned, listens they stole the World podcast. Series. He listens to one podcast, and now he's saying they stole the World Series. <laughs> Shout out Ben Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe that. The Astros um, know how to cheat. Someone teach Will Fuller. But my, my my favorite thing about the whole thing is just Will Fuller, one way or, or another, just committing to not playing a full season. Dude, how about that? And you go, oh, that's why he hasn't gotten hurt. Because he's taking <laughs> this, oh, a professional told me to take it, medicine. For those of you that haven't heard, Will Fuller's out. He announced that he was suspended six games because of PEDs, because he took some medication that wasn't on the list, which is like the dumbest thing. Because I've talked to... I've talked to uh, Texans players about this. Like, hey, how hard is this? How hard is it to get popped? And they're like, dude, it it does get weird because you are presented some uh, some supplements when you're training in the off season or in you know whatever. You get, hey, you gotta take this, you gotta take that, and sometimes it's not on the list by the time it gets cleared. But the reason it's so easy to get cleared is like you literally send a picture to somebody at the league office. And you go, hey, can I take this? 
here's here's a supplement here's the nutritional facts on can i take this and they reply to you yes or no and then from that point on you, you take it or you don't and that's it so if there's anything that you think you're like oh i don't know if i should be taking this even if somebody from again when you're getting something from outside the organization you put yourself in that position of getting popped so why didn't you just hey before i take this doc i know you're my buddy or i know i know you but you're not with the texans before you take it why don't you send a picture and it literally takes two minutes to get it cleared so like that lame excuse of i trusted a professional that's on you they have they make it so easy to get checked out like hey this is it but again it, it can be confusing because you think oh yeah i've taken no2 explode before uh, and this looks like a similar package. Oh, I could probably just take this one. No, you think you can, but no, you can't. So it does get weird in that or like, hey, I think this has it or this doesn't. Because sometimes you get supplements that you don't even have labels on it, right? So that's where you go, I, I shouldn't be taking this because it's worth, is it worth getting suspended for? So do you think a little he, supplemental talk. So he's a free agent at the end of the year. Do you think he's back? Oh, yeah. Um. I think so. If they get a team-friendly deal, I think he is back. But what are the rules on that? Because I don't know if they're allowed to re-sign him. Because they would have to give him the, they would have to give him the uh, what do you call it? Why am I blanking on that term? Where you take the average of the the top five. The um, franchise tag. Yeah, the franchise tag. Wouldn't they have to franchise tag him, or would they just cut out, or would they just work a new deal that's shorter in money? I think it'd be. I think it has to be a new deal. Yeah, it would have to be a new deal that they work out on a really like maybe two years and not that much money. But I think some team will take a shot on it. Some team's going to give more than that. Yeah. So like, why would you take a hometown discount, right? Like if somebody gives you that money, go in a free agency and see what happens. But yeah, they will. They're not going to give them a franchise tag. It's not worth it. No, I don't think so either. Uh, It's been outstanding. uh, Sammy's calling you out in the comments. What do you say? He said, uh, this man, Phony Raheel, Mr. Embody the Spirit of the, of the City is mad that someone's trolling? Points were made. What? If I truly embody the spirit of the city like PJ Tucker. How's that trolling? I'm not going I'm not going to Phoenix Suns Twitter and going, oh, you guys could have PJ Tucker. You, you should have re-signed PJ Tucker. Like, no, I, I just move on. Everyone's flourishing. Uh, we got rid of Bill O'Brien. We got rid of Bill O'Brien. And they got DeAndre Hopkins. And we got David Johnson, who's underrated. Josh, uh, while we're still on the subject of Wolf Fuller, asks, who was that professional? Was it Dwayne Brown or Brian Cushing? <laughs> Cush. It's definitely Cush. Remember when Cush got popped for the last time and Bill O'Brien in a press conference was like, no, Cush is a great guy still. He's a great guy. Like, he just went, he went to bat for him. Yeah, and, and then he gave and, him a – wasn't he a strength and conditioning coach mm-hmm. a couple years after? Yeah, he worked for the Texans. And it, I might be wrong that he started after the suspension because after he got popped, I think it was eight games or six games or whatever. And when he got back, he ended up starting or got majority of the playing time at linebacker. And I was like, that's going to happen because he loves him. Bill O'Brien loves this guy. And if Bill O'Brien loves you, he's going to give you mad money and mad opportunities. And if he doesn't love you, that's it. You you won't see the you won't see daylight. That's it. You're done. Kiki QT's done. He's never going to play. Although he's a number one receiver now. We might do jump from doghouse to number two for real. Could they not have waited a couple more days to cut Kenny Stills? 
Well, I think Kenny Stills wanted out. He just wanted out. And that's he's probably thinking, damn it, there I could have been the number one guy right now. <laughs> uh but I think he wanted to go to a contender. So good for him. Get out of here. You know, like make the best of your opportunities. So what unless your name's DeAndre Hopkins. Rio doesn't want you to make the best no, of your opportunities. I'm saying he's eating, he's flourishing. I want him to I said it as soon as he got traded, I was like, he's gonna have a great, great season because He's playing in an innovative offense. He's playing with a young, dynamic quarterback. Although, didn't they just lose to the Patriots? They if did on on a field goal, yeah. Oh, bum-ass Kyler field Murray. Goal. Oklahoma quarterbacks. That's what you get. You got tricked again. Oh, Baker Mayfield hasn't thrown a touchdown in like nine weeks. He finally <laughs> threw one. You guys got tricked by those, by those Oklahoma system quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts can't even get on the field right now with a crappy offense. He's playing right now. What are you talking about? Is he is he playing QB? I was like, there's no way. No, Carson Wentz is. Yeah. Oh, Dustin is playing. He looks like Dustin on Twitter. (laughs) Okay. uh, The election is officially over. Not because it's been declared over because documents have been signed, Jose. But my uh, my 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 bookie account actually paid off on my presidential election bet. I I I don't understand when you made this play and you didn't. Like this is the first time hearing of you making that play. I because I kept it quiet. I didn't want I didn't want people to know because on election night, what happened was remember when President Trump got off to the hot start and everyone's like, "Oh, it's happening!" I can't believe this. President Trump is now favored to win. You know, he's a minus nine hundred or whatever it was. And I was like, "There's no way this is over yet." We everyone told us it's going to take a week or two, right? There's no way this election is over right now. So I just went on my bookie and took a took a little underdog bet on on Biden. When it, uh, when it was fluctuating, right? Yeah, when it was, I think I got it like plus plus 370. So mm. yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. It's it's 10 bucks. Like I didn't make a bunch of money on it, but it was in holding for the longest time. I was like, man, am I ever going to get like everyone <laughs> is saying he's won, but it's official now. When when the gambling sites pay out, that means it's official. Damn, it took a little while for them to, to pay it mm-hmm. out. Yeah, it took a really long time. I was like, hey, can I use the money? <laughs> I want to use this. I want to use this money on other stuff, and uh, you know, put a little Patriots bet down. But I couldn't because uh, it just it just cleared now. So it's official though. I just want to let you know. Thank you. I appreciate you letting me know about your uh, about your ten dollars you made. Yeah, no, it was a ten dollar bet. I think your fifteen dollars you made. No, I made thirty seven dollars. Oh, of that. not yeah. bad actually. So look at that. Look at that. President-elect Biden already stimulating the economy. And Biden's America. Yeah, and Biden's America. We're all winners. Uh, you had another thing. So we talked about Thanksgiving thing. What was your second thing you want to talk about? Oh, uh, just the just the overwhelming support for the or the over, the, the morning for the passing of Diego uh, Maradona, who passed away on, I think, Friday? Uh, or no, or actually, I think Friday. it was Thanksgiving morning. Was it not Thanksgiving morning? No, no, it was, uh, no, it was Wednesday morning. Uh, yes, it was Wednesday it was morning. Wednesday right. morning. Right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I remember I had to do a report on it. So, yeah, it was Wednesday morning. It was just, like, it was just so unfathomable to see just how the, just a, a whole country shut down like that. And, uh, the, the, the country of Argentina essentially declared, uh, what was, what's the technical term? But they, they had three days of mourning. Mm-hmm. For the rest of just the rest of the week, they just took those three days, and I just thought of like, man, the impact. Obviously, the impact that he made in that country, but the impact in the sport, and just 
how important of a figure he was for the sport. And just like the thought of, I don't think there is an American athlete that is equated that way. I I said he's the, so I call him the Jordan of soccer. I know some, some old heads will come at me with Pele, which, which I'm totally cool with. But to me, Maradona is the, the Jordan of soccer in that, he was the first he's the first person you learn about in in that sport in my opinion and maybe it's because it was look i'm a little bit younger right so like i didn't ronaldo's not the first person i learned about messi's not the first person um i i learned about so to me it was maradona that was the first soccer player i remember and like it was and, and this was in pakistan i remember uh wow. just how good he was right and he's like the greatest soccer player so I think he is he is Jordan, and I think I don't I don't want to say this out loud, but if Jordan, you know, when he does pass away, because everyone dies, I think it'll be a similar impact. But I don't know if it'll be nationally because Jordan doesn't mean much as much to the nation as Maradona does, because in a soccer country, he won a World Cup and he was the best player and carried a team that wasn't necessarily the best team. Yeah, and and as you mentioned, I think that's that's the biggest point out of all of this. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have that nationalistic sport, like that that sport that brings us as a country together. Because frankly, soccer isn't that yet. And I don't know. I just Olympics basketball doesn't do it right. Mm-hmm. Like there isn't there isn't a single sport or a single moment that I the, the closest. Jordan, but does Jordan have a, a cultural impact? Definitely. That is Absolutely. greater than Maradona. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, we do. We mourned like for five days with Kobe, and it wasn't it wasn't national mourning. Like the government didn't come out and say, "Hey, we're gonna, you know, go ahead and uh, officially mourn the loss of Kobe Bryant and uh, the others that were on the helicopter, including Gianna." But I mean, we did that, and it was a tragic death. So. I don't know. I mean, like Jordan would be next level. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough conversation. I have. It's a weird yeah. conversation I have, frankly. But it was just so so daunting to see, like watching the Premier League and watching all of the players with armbands, watching the Bayern Munich game and all of them doing the moment of silence for him. Messi wearing an, a game worn uh, yeah. Diego uh, Armando Maradona jersey from wearing. Maradona played for uh, Newell's Old Boys, which is a um, Messi's childhood club, and he was wearing a game worn jersey. Like, and uh, it was funny because he was surprised. Although it's technically the rule, if you get if you take your jersey off mid game, you get a yellow card. He was surprised he got the yellow card, and I I, I would assume Barcelona is going to repeal it and they'll wave it off. But it was just a funny little tidbit. It was just crazy to see all of it, yeah. just so, globally. Did you see all the? I mean, he, he's been going through some health complications for the oh, last yeah. month month or so, right? Like, have you been following it? Because I have because of uh, with NTV, like, because we get, like, the international uh, feed as well. So I have to do some stuff on that. Um, but it seemed like every single day, like, there was something new with his health. So to me, it wasn't shocking that no. he passed away. Um, but it was, I mean, it was shocked that, like, Maradona was gone. But um, it almost felt like, yeah, like this is gonna happen because he was not in a good he was not in good condition. Didn't he have a heart attack like to, oh like a few weeks ago? Yeah, he had was it a heart issues. attack or he had yeah. a sur- emergency surgery? 
Mm-hmm. He had all that, and I think he had COVID nineteen for a second too. Did he? Jeez. Yeah, like it was. Let me look that up. I want to be. A, uh, I don't want to say something wrong, but I remember doing a story on that, or was it somebody else that had COVID nineteen? I don't remember if he did. I, yeah. I know he he had a like an emergency surgery two weeks ago, if not last week. I'll have to look that up. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he's just, he was just self isolating because of the threat of COVID nineteen. That's what I thought he did. Ended up getting okay. Never mind. So if if that's wrong, I apologize. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and retract that because I know I don't want Maradona people coming at me like, no, you didn't have COVID nineteen. How dare you speak ill of him? Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty wild, man. And. Did you see there was riots in Argentina as well afterwards? No, I, I did not yeah, see that. I saw, I saw some uh, stock footage of that. Italy had uh, a day of mourning as well. Yeah, like many soccer countries did. Where he where he played he played several years for Napoli. Um, here's a good question to end it on. I think uh, this is uh, it's an easy one in my opinion. Who in Houston would do that uh, in terms of three days of mourning or just like the impact? To me, it's Elijah Juan. Oh, I thought you were gonna say DeAndre Hopkins. No, DeAndre's gone. <laughs> He's a cardinal now. <laughs> Phoenix can deal with him. Get out of here. Or Glenn, where, where's the stadium? Is it? Yeah, uh, it's Glendale, I think. Glendale, right? right? Yeah, they can deal with him. Get out of here. Yeah, it has to be Hakeem. Hakeem would be one. Um, Carlos Beltran, the other? No, <laughs> no. Bagwell Biggio. I don't know if to that level. Hakeem was. Were, were in their heydays were they were they like national stars? Yeah, they were, but not like not like. They're not like Altuve. Like Altuve is a national star, you know. Like he's top five in jersey sales, or he was. Um, the year I want to say eighteen, he was. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it has to be Hakeem. Hakeem would be number one. Yeah, I'm saying Hakeem's by far number one. I mean, he it's the champion. You got multiple championships, multiple accomplishments, all that. After that, who would it be? JJ would it be JJ? Watt? Yeah, I would say JJ. And we underappreciate JJ so much. Everyone hates on him so much because he's corny or whatever. Like, shut up. I don't need I don't need corny ass dweebs on sports radio telling me JJ Watt is a dweeb. Okay, stop. Dweeb on stop. dweeb crime. Yeah, let 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 everyone. Relax on that. You're wearing you're wearing cargo shorts before you start calling <laughs> other people dweebs. Oversized cargo shorts, guy. Chill on the JJ Watt hate with the that wrinkled ass made, yeah. sports radio T-shirt. I know. Yeah, with the, with the never ironed. You got stains all over it. You're tucking it in. What are you doing? You can't be talking about JJ Watt like that. Deshaun Watson, Umsel, welcome back into the show, buddy. Long time. That's a kid who thinks he can beat me in basketball. He can't. Never, ever. Um, Deshaun, no, it's not Deshaun. Not get yet. To, get to an AFC title game first, Deshaun. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay, buddy. That's a tall task. Okay, Deshaun Booker. That's a, great. You bring up stats for a crappy team. Good job, Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We're done. We uh, hit an hour and five minutes here. We apologize for those of you that are listening. I know it felt like 10 minutes. That was a fast podcast today. So uh, we'll leave it at that. Next week, I'll have some athletic uh, updates for you guys. I wanted to talk about it, but I'll spend some time on it. 
um, the three day rest, three days on, one day off, or three yeah, three days of work, one day off, like the actual science behind it. Because I've been like I've been tracking this and it's really cool. So I want to talk about that, but we'll spend some time on it. And if you have any fitness questions and all that, you can send it to me and we'll answer it next week as well. Okay, and next week we'll talk about when we're gonna do it because there's a Monday night triple header. <laughs> there's supposed to be, yeah. It's supposed to be. There's no way there's gonna be a triple header. There might be one game, if that. Can you no? Know. Are they gonna do bonus uh, NFL red zone? Ooh, that'd be pretty dope. But can they? Two, it's two five o'clock games, right? Yeah, it's and two five one, o'clock and an eight o'clock. I wouldn't watch any of those. <laughs> I don't. I, I I bet you none of those games get played. It's about to get bad with COVID nineteen. It's about to get really bad within those locker rooms. So, hopefully, hopefully it gets played. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, we are done. Thank you, everyone. AlamoRemedy.com. Use promo code Cyber if you're still listening on Monday, and make sure you follow Alamo Remedy on their social media sites. You can find all that information on Twitter. You can just search Alamo Remedy Twitter, Alamo Remedy Facebook. You'll find it. There's gonna be information up there about other deals that they have. But if you're listening on a Monday, 20% off. If not, use promo code UNICORN. UNICORN. 10% off. You support the show. You support yourself. You get your CBD, a high-quality product, lab tested, all that great stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, we appreciate them for sponsoring the show. Jose, thank you so much, buddy. I will talk to you next week. Of course. Stay spicy, my boys.